0: Let's bring in our first guest, Jerry Parker, the CEO of Chesapeake Capitals, joining us. Jerry, welcome. Always a pleasure. Great to have you with us. Uh, CPI uh, yesterday, expectations for a 100 basis point uh, hike. You've got uh, um, uh, basically indices selling off. I mean, this is all very supportive of the trend up we've seen in the U.S. dollar.
1: That's right. Dollar's been very strong against almost every currency. Uh, We finally got that downtrend in the S&P 500 that we talked about and was it ever going to happen? I think it's very interesting to see this uh, negative news CPI come out and um, but the dip buyers come right in. So I think if we do get a downtrend and as trend followers, we're sort of um, that's what we're playing for the short S&P, the short stocks at this point. uh, Don't be surprised for some violent rallies. The uh, the dip buyers are can come out in force at any point in time, uh, irrespective of the fundamentals or inflation.
0: Jerry, in terms of that, I've got my eye on that thirty-six, thirty-nine, that low from last month. Is that kind of the focal point uh, in terms of that level, that next indicator as far as conviction to the downside?
1: Well, honestly, I'm convicted months ago when it first broke down to the the very first breakout, and I'm just trying to hold on and uh, try to have loose stops and not be too eager to take that profit
0: because of some of those sharp rallies as you mentioned as we've been talking calling them basically bear market rallies they they can be violent oh yeah
1: Yeah. um four percent rallies or nothing and we've seen them already and you just got to hang in there and to some degree try to not pay too much attention to the news because whenever it does rally the news comes out and tells you why only to be followed a a bit later by a big sell-off
0: and uh, in theory, again, if you're positioned with the trend, those pullbacks, those, while they are violent at times, and as you mentioned, significant in terms of percentage uh, basis, They're short-lived, though, because, again, they're oftentimes just, uh, well, I like to think of them as kind of like short covering more so than initiative-type buying, which, in theory, creates a little bit more follow-through. Let's talk a a little bit about, as you mentioned, that dollar strength, a reflection of, well, weakness in the indices and some of the concerns associated with that, investors expressing uh, uncertainty about recession, but also you, you mentioned uh some of the weakness we've seen in other foreign currencies the euro the yen for example the british i mean i've been joking around saying you could throw a dart and you'd hit one that's basically into new year low prints. and in many instances multi-decade years the yen to a new 24 four-year low i think it is against the dollar
1: well established uh short trades here uh, for months and months it's you know hitting the press and parity but it's been a short an easy kind of short for a long time and who knows where it can go uh, once again hold on don't be eager to take those profits yeah. off the table it's uh, could be a generational move here in these currencies for sure
0: jerry months ago you were on and we were talking about this move uh, in the yen in the euro and how it was long in the tooth but as traders who participate in trend i mean again the idea is it's like a strike coming across the plate you swing you 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 know put the ball in play and you hope that the trend continues or you hope that you find a gap in the instance of the baseball analogy but jerry i, I was listening to an interview you did a podcast uh, or uh, um uh, a discussion you had and you were talking about losses, basically, in terms of them being part of a trading system. And you basically were saying, learn to like your losses. You explained to uh, your listeners that it's similar to, like, a child, your system is, right? I mean, there's flaws in, you know, uh, certain areas of certain things. But as a whole, you love it and you embrace it, every little area of it. So that being the case, loss being part of trading, it's important to understand that as a concept.
1: Exactly it's a characteristic of something we love, which is our strategy, our system.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We've, we've honed it over the back testing in the many years, and it's just a natural part of what we do. And so let's move it from like to love. Mm. Let's love those losses because we love implementing our strategy. And uh, sometimes, you know, we're going to get very fortunate with some really nice big trends. That's part of the strategy as well. But taking those small losses needs to be automatic and something that we have no trouble doing.
0: Yeah, you know, I think of it in a couple different ways. One is it helps me get out of a trade that I shouldn't be in, hopefully sooner rather than later in theory, right? So so thank you in some ways for the loss. Um, and then the other thing is I kind of think of it as like if we're running a construction company, right, we have to put fuel in our dozers and our uh, our vehicles ultimately, and that expense is, is tough to take. But without gas in these vehicles, you can't go out there and do the jobs and the, uh, you know, work necessary to actually get paid. So it's kind of this uh, wash, rinse, repeat, you know, give a little to get a little ultimately. Ultimately, let's talk again about some of the trends we're seeing, though, Jerry, getting back to products and metals, for example, gold with that strong dollar. Now it's starting to come off. But, you know, as I look at it on a weekly basis, we're kind of just testing a lower extreme, 1700. And I mean, crude, a very similar pattern. If you're talking about commodities coming off to this 92, 93 level, just testing a lower extreme of range that we've been in for a while in a longer term uptrend for that matter.
1: Yeah, I think gold's pretty dead. It's definitely a short. um, And so that, it really hasn't done much in a long time. Uh, So it's an easy short there. Who knows what will happen there? Um, You know, along with uh, copper is signaling maybe some sort of recession. Copper, cotton, these are uh, things I read about that are these obvious signals of recession. Uh, But maybe, you know, these things could turn around pretty quickly. Crude, I think, is a different situation. It's still an uptrend. It's not... uh, it's shaky, you know, I think the crude longs are a little shaky now. maybe we'll have some recession here, but what about inflation? Is that going to support crude? and you know crude probably has its certainly its own fundamentals as it relates to supply chain and Russia and um shortages and things like that. So pretty still bullish on crude i'm I'm shaky, I'm wobbly, but uh, easy shorts
0: in copper and cotton and gold. Jerry, lastly, I'd like to remind our viewers that it's not only price activity where we see trends, right? I mean, we see it in terms of the fundamentals as well. We've seen Uh, central bankers, a sharp shift in the direction of a much more hawkish tone. I mean, yesterday, the Bank of Canada raised rates by 100 basis points, uh, uh, the first to do so in terms of uh, 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 large economies. But um, can you talk to us about some of the uh, fundamental trends here that we should be watching as far as influencing price right now? Obviously, we've got inflation being one of them. I mean, it seems to be. uh, But then in addition to that, we also have some of the other trends, which have been COVID numbers, for example. I mentioned at the top of the show, we've got uh, numbers in Tokyo here at uh, levels are just surging.
1: Yeah, I don't want to sound like a child of the 70s, but to me, it's um, really the question is um, do we have to get rates uh, to a level of inflation rate? So I wonder about that. And I, we're so far away from that. Um, the CPI is so much stronger, the rate is so much higher than interest rates. And it, I would just say that the most important thing about the fundamentals and the Fed is to not listen to what they say so much just watch these price trends and see and that's the real uh, litmus test and the real evidence of where the markets might be going i wouldn't trust um wall street executives or the fed uh, to to uh, influence my trading as much as i would just the pure prices
0: Half the time, it seems like you want to be on the other side of that rhetoric, Jerry. We appreciate you joining us here to break down this morning and uh, get things started here on the TD Ameritrade Network. Always a pleasure to have you on. Jerry Parker, the CEO of Chesapeake Capital, helping us take a look at some of the existing trends that you should be dialed in on.